0: Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. Best things are green, not and get your paper. High off the ground, instead of skyscraper, cool off, thinking we low. What's up, Internet? You're listening to another episode of Fan Bros Show, the voice of the Urban Geek Geek for all nerds. And it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Soldier 70 Spliff, (laughs) Rodolin 2 Chains, Captain Kirk of Hip Hop Wakanda's favorite DJ, Dr. Whose Mans Is This, a.k.a. (laughs) Mr. All I Do Is Wednesday.
1: (laughs) You almost lost that one. Almost. But you, didn't, you, almost. you almost didn't make it, almost. but you did it.
0: Pulled it back together right at the end. Good job. Thank you very much. As you hear, I am joined by
1: Tatiana King Jones, the Grand of Tech, also known as Trill Quiz, also known as Chance the Parappa, Misty Knight Rider, Jen and Juice Urso, and Colleen
0: Wingstock. Ooh, well, Misty Knight Rider? Did I miss that one before? Because, mmm. Okay. I think you missed that okay. one. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, I've it's, I've been gone. It feels like I've been gone forever, Cardi I B. I know, voice. but you know, <laughs> like, man, you know, it's good to be back in the spaceship. I I I, I got a, a new, aka as well, brand new Ben. Because that's how I'm feeling these days (laughs) right now. Mm, mm, mm.
1: Why are you feeling so good these days?
0: Oh, Lord. I mean, you know, I think the internets have seen it. But, you know. But there's a lot of people who don't know. True indeed. There's a lot of people who don't know. And, you know, before I get into that, you know, welcome to Fan Bro Show. You know, it's Voice of Urban Geek. Like I said before, I hope everyone is having a great time out there you know Big shouts to the chico leo and tatiana for holding down the spaceship while i was gone and you know i i was gone because i was on a little bit of a secret mission that's not so much of a secret anymore so just to cut to the chase oh god your boy just... dj ben i mean is a staff writer on american gods on Star.
1: Now, is your official title staff writer? My
0: my official title. know,
1: black man in the room? Like,
0: what? (laughs) While I am the black man in the room, I'm not the only black man in the room, because we got to give a big, huge, enormous shout-outs to the one and only Mellow Marketer, who is also a staff writer for American (laughs) Gods. Clap it up
1: listen all that tells you that's listening that's also that told you guys the brand is strong mm. fam bro show is strong we told y'all about mm. the Fambro circular trust y'all laugh at us mm. y'all ignore us y'all don't pay us any mind mm. now look what's happening
0: look what's happening
1: i we try to tell you we give y'all a million chances in the world to join the fam and y'all just want to lay it to the side Guess who is winning right now? Good job, Ben Amin and Mellow Marketer. Thank
0: you very much. I mean, like, to echo what you said, Tatiana, like, Mellow wanted to be on tonight's episode. But, you know, he likes to lay in the cut. You know, he's a cool kid. Mm -hmm. But he really just wanted to be on the episode. So I'm going to say it for him. Because he's like, yo, to all those people, you know, every week we're like, yo, do you want to join the team? You do want to get down (laughs) with this? You want to get down with this movement we're doing right here? The Circle Trust. And he's one of the original in the Circle Trust. And he just sat there, yeah. you know, working, doing his thing, writing the incredible articles for Fanbros.com, mm-hmm. killing it. I mean, going to conventions. He just came from PAX West. Nuff. Yes. I mean, all kind of stuff coming from that. Like, stupid. You know, and we ask people to join every week. And every week, people will be like, yeah, I want to be down. And then we never hear from them again. <laughs>
1: Well, that said, there are some amazing folks that have oh. said they want to be down and are being consistent. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Uncolored Paige. Mm. Shouts out to Curvy Geeky Girl. Shouts out to Ashanti. Shouts out to, and I know I'm forgetting a lot of people, Miss um, um, Montgomery. Like, I, if I forgot your name, I apologize, but you know I'm talking about you. Um, uh, Grapple in polymath. I, I know that's not how you say your Twitter name, but you know who I'm talking about. There are a quite a few of you who have stuck around and are doing the work. And believe me when I say when we have the opportunities for you, we will make sure you get it. We will make sure we put you into rotation. But the only way that's going to work is if you listen to us. If you want to be down with the Fan Bro Show in any capacity, whether you want to write, you want to do art, Shouts out to Merge Art. She's the one and, who created our art show. And, like uh, I'm-
0: Afropunk.
1: and afro she was at afropunk she she was at afropunk for the free doing live painting both days and enjoying the music who where else do you get to do that type of stuff so that's what we're saying like we are not only are we trying to harness everyone's creative abilities we want to make sure everyone gets opportunities and like ben amin said merle marketer was one of the original people who just randomly was like yo i want to help out we said cool look at where he is now just saying
0: boom i mean i'm just saying just staff man. writer american gods
1: <laughs> I but mean. congratulations oh, I mean. you. Yeah. that that that's pretty amazing i will say when i saw that tweet from brian i was just like yo i know that guy <laughs> and a lot of people were a lot of people were having the same reactions like wait a minute that guy looks familiar
0: Yo, it's been so crazy. Shout out to everybody on the internet's Twitter, Instagram, everybody. Big shout outs to Brian Fuller. Shout outs to Michael Green. Like shout outs to everybody up in the room. Everybody here with us, you know, working on American Gods. It's been a beautiful mm-hmm. experience. I mean, it's mind blowing, Tatiana. Like, I, 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 I mean, I'll tell the full story one of these days on the show how it all came about, but. Mm-hmm. As you know, you know, it was just such, like, a short time. It was just boom, 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 boom. And here I am in California, Los Angeles, in the room, working. And it's incredible. Like, Right. I,
1: well, it's definitely an inspiration to everybody, including myself, who just wants to just keep pushing. Keep pushing for more. And that goes back to what we've been telling you guys since, really, the beginning of this show. If you want something, push. Go for it. You can't faith without you know you know what they say about faith without works like you gotta push for it you can't just say oh i think i'm good or oh i hope there's no hope do it Mm -hmm. try you actually have to actively go after what you want in order to make some headway so again let this be a lesson to everybody stop sleeping on fambros
0: (laughs) i I, I, I don't understand how you can at this point you know like (laughs) You know
1: that's okay that's all right that's okay but we love everyone who is rocking with us and everyone who is showing love and whether you're contributing or you're just listening or you're letting your moms know that yo you need to listen it's like whatever you're doing we appreciate it the fact that you're doing it means so much to us yo
0: shout out to my lift driver today who was like oh yo i've heard of fan bros but i've never listened to y'all
1: no no, you
0: <laughs> lying. no i'm not lying. <laughs> No, I'm not lying. Today, out in Los Angeles, you are lying. I'm rolling, and he, my man had a Captain America t shirt on. So, you know, me right away, I'm like, you hey, oh, know, what's okay. good, bro? Duh, 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 duh. So, we start chopping up, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm out here doing this and that. But I also have this podcast, Fanbro Show. And he's like, oh, I've heard of them, but I've never listened to them. I was like, bro, I'm the host. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, he was sleeping on you to your face. <laughs> Did, did he, was he embarrassed It was like oh well, oh well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like that's cool bro no no he was like yo, y'all you know I gotta check it out I was like man come on bro like you and want that like, like come on man so
1: and that's something like you talking about somebody like yeah I don't really mess with them or I don't really pay attention you like breads my show <laughs> Brass owner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. Oh, I would love to be in the presence of someone to just like down me or clown me or oh. me, yeah. I hate that girl. I hate her voice. La la la. la. Y'all, bro, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Thanks. For I wish. I wish. I wish.
0: See you next. But season. that's neither
1: here. Or, that's neither here nor there. No. Make sh- again. Make sure if you want to be with the Fambril Show in some capacity, even if you just want to say what's up. We love you. We love to hear your stories. Even if you want to, you know, just just ask us a question always. Hit us up. Contact at Fanbros.com.
0: Mm-hmm. For real. Anytime. Or you can hit us on Twitter, Instagram, at Fanbros Show. And whoo, you know, let's just take a break right now, Tatiana. Like, we just try to cool out for a second. You know, we'll be right back with more Fanbros Show.
1: Blowing some trees.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that medical. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, like... This is DJ Maceo, a.k.a. Dr. Spot. You know what it is, it's your boy Young Guru, a.k.a. The Beast, a.k.a. Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Nada Brahma. Hey, yo, 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 this is Val Munch.
1: Oh, hey, this is your friendly neighborhood superhero, Jean Grey. What's
0: up, this is Spike Lee from the Republic of Brooklyn, New York. This is Axel Alonso, editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics. When I'm not sitting at my desk ruling the comic book universe, I'm listening to Fan Bros. In the spaceship, and it's time for one of my favorite segments. The guac is extra. And what do we have up first, Tatiana?
1: Okie doke. Let's see. Well, let's stay on topic. Walt Graham from IG writes Ben mean, what's the best part about working on American Gods?
0: Wow. L- living a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> real Ooh. man yeah real real talk dog like and like you were talking about that earlier tatiana we always talk about you know keep pushing and i want to give a big like supreme i mean everlasting life shout out to combat jack because without him none of us would be on fan show there would be no Fanbro Show. And without him, I wouldn't be working on American Gods because it's just how things happen in life. You know, I got I was working with him on Combat Jazz Show. We saw the Fairbrow Show. Mm-hmm. You know, boom, boom. You know, one thing lets to another, boom. I'm out here working. And it's like, you know, not only does dreams come true, but it's like you just got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Because as Tatiana will tell you, like, there are times when I'm stressed the hell out. But then it's like... Mm-hmm. You know, I always remember that Fanbro show is bigger than me. And something Combat Jack always told me about uh, the Combat Jack show, and something I've applied to Fanbro show, is that it's not about like comic books, hip hop, tech, any of that. Like, those are the side things. What this show is about is showing people the keys to success and like how to, you mm-hmm. know, move forward in life and always keep going, you know, and just, uh, you know, to recognize the inner star in yourself. And just to live your life the way you want to live it, you know, and create the life that you want to live. So that that's the best part about working on American Gods. Because I can tell people this shit is real. Like, I <laughs> told you. I told, I told you, you. Look at you now. Look at you now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's
0: the best part for real. Oh, Lord. Just gets better from here, man. All right. All right. What else we got tonight?
1: All right. The next one is from L. What up, L? Mm. L writes, um also, aka the lexicon, Decepticon. Ooh. I like that one. Okay. First off, congrats to Ben. Thank
0: you,
1: Um, he said he may just he may just convert to the religion of the god you write. <laughs> He was wondering how do y'all feel about bootlegging comics, books, music, movies? I felt weird about it sometimes, but I just wanna consume wait, wait, I'm sorry, I'm reading this wrong. He said I felt weird about it sometimes. I just wanna consume something I don't respect enough to pay for. But if I enjoy it, I'm riddled with guilt. What is the, what is the Fanbrose take on this ethical conundrum? Ooh.
0: All right, I'm gonna let you answer first, Tatiana. You know, because that's something that I'm, you know, obviously right. Because I'm
1: firmly acquainted with piracy.
0: Um, <laughs> True, indeed. Tech goddess.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's how I learned how to use half the shit I use. Um, <laughs> it's 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 really a catch twenty two. It's really rocking the hard place. Like it's really a lot of those things. I know there's some people who are very point blank. No, never. And I would never pirate. But then there's like so many different occasions where it's kind of like, well, you have no choice or why not? Um, I don't know. It's like, I can't condone it, but I also don't down it either. Like I, I'm just, I'm just honestly on the fence and that whether you feel that's a cop out, whatever you care, I don't really give a shit. It's just, that's what I feel. I feel like I'm on the fence with it. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, you really shouldn't do that, particularly for, pieces of work and art that that are made by independent artists, stuff that people don't have the backing of millions of dollars and all this other stuff. That said, do you then turn around and go, oh, say for instance, someone does have the backing of a million dollars. Do you say, oh, we should just pirate all their shit? Like, It's like, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't too. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like, what if you a person who you just don't have the money or access to that type of stuff, but you want to enjoy it. You want to learn about it. You have no choice but to quote-unquote bootleg or steal or whatever the case is or whatever word you want to use so it it, it also depends on where you are in your station in life like i it, it's it's really difficult for me to say yay or nay completely i really i really don't know
0: yeah it's a little difficult for me too because i'm like you know obviously now i'm on the other side of it i don't want people out there bootlegging american gods you know i want people paying for no. stars and you know, watching that joint every Sunday night when it comes on. And, um, you know, so like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course not. And, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying, like, depending on your station life, because your whole perspective may change if you're in the industry. Your whole perspective may not change. Yep. Sometimes people are just like, as long as people's watching it, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. it really depends. It really depends. And And there's going to be people who beat you down for even thinking of doing something like bootlegging a movie. And and I mean, the, the FBI is supposedly going to be on you if you bootleg a movie. So yeah. it's, it's 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 a lot. I, I just, I really don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, know. it's interesting because like, you know, the head of Netflix is like, share your Netflix password. Because he feels right. like, but see, that's that crack dealer mentality. When you got crack, you know, you <laughs> give it away for free and then eventually the dude's going to buy the crack. So, you know, Netflix, Netflix yeah. feels like they got crack. Um, as far as comics, back to the original question, I definitely, yeah. you know, I bootleg some. I get a, you know, as part of Fanbro's show, I get pretty much everything sent to me previews now. Shout out to all the companies. Love that. But, you know, I'll grab some stuff that I might not, you know, be able to get from one company or not because I want to talk about it on Comics I Copped. But anything that I love, like something like Wicked and Divine, you know, I'll probably download that every time it comes out just because I want to read it immediately and talk about on the show. But at the same time, I've bought every issue and I've bought every trade. Right. (laughs) And I'll probably buy every hardcover because I got a problem. And that's the other
1: side. (laughs) And that's the other side because I fall into that category sometimes. People who may bootleg here and there but still end up buying. or (laughs) All of it actually purchasing whatever that product or, art or whatever it is so what about people who do both yeah and it, it does it doesn't it equal out does it cancel out yeah <laughs> like I, mean, I don't
0: know <laughs> i mean i'm also promoting wicked and divine so i feel like that cancels it out you know as a dj i used to go back like when i had to buy bootleg records sometimes i was like well i'm playing this artist's stuff and people are gonna like it and go buy it themselves so that's worth it too right but You know, it's all these questions and all those things. And, you know, it's just one of those things. you got to do, you know, what you feel.
1: Right. I mean, mean, put it this way. If you were the artist or you were the creator or the writer or whatever, Mm -hmm. how would you feel if you found out that someone was bootlegging yourself? Like, say you created this comic book, you created this song, whatever, and you find out people's ripping your stuff. How would you feel?
0: Okay, well, as a DJ, I once made a um, mixtape, Best of Starface. And not only did Starface get mad at me about it, which is a whole other thing. I was walking down the street in DC one day and a motherfucker sold it to me or tried to sell it to me with like, what? not only that, they changed it up. Like they'd added new songs into the mix. Just Star had <laughs> new songs.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Someone tried to sell your mix back to you and then modified it. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Now that's
0: booty. And the worst part is, I barely made any money off this mix because I was an idiot. And I just missed out on the money, and you know other people made a ton of money off of it. So it's like, I don't know. I'm fuck it. You know what's the next well, question?
1: Okay. Well, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm no. I'm sure it's gonna be some upset artists at us. But I mean, honestly, it's just it. It, it really
0: depends. One thing is you, the next
1: question. Well, hold on. One last Go thing ahead. is you
0: gotta make that crack though. That's the thing. Because if you make that crack, people like me, you know, I download wicked the Divine," but then I bought. Everything. If they put out a t-shirt, I'm buying it. If they put out toys, I'm buying it. You know, I'm a fiend. Right. So you got to put out that crack. Yep.
1: Said from the man himself. The (laughs) next question comes from Silvix615. They write, if you can combine one character personality and one character's powers, who would you combine?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. One character's personality. and one character's yeah. powers. I just like Dr. Doom's personality for any power. So like Dr. Doom with anything else. But then it's like, that's that's kind of weird because Doom is made, and most characters are made by their powers. Like their personalities influence yeah. their powers. Yep. Yeah. I was, yeah. was going to say
1: that that's difficult because exactly what you said, that, that their their powers influence their personality and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and for for a lot of them, really, you, when their powers are manifested, like like I guess in this in the sense of if you're thinking about X Men, when their powers do manifest, it's some portion of their personality or some ex, um, experience that they've went through.
0: Yeah. Yep. Definitely.
1: So it's kind of intrinsically linked. So I don't know if you can separate, but if you could, hmm.
0: I don't think you can. I think this is one of those things like we talked about before, like race in certain characters is intrinsic in, intrinsic yeah it's linked
1: intrinsically, intrinsically
0: <laughs> yeah so it's like you know race is just linked into things sometimes and as well as powers especially in comic books because powers sometimes you know are like a short term for race what's the word I'm looking for oh god I'm just butchering words uh, F it then you know like that <laughs> like a substitute for race, basically like, you know, especially like you said, like in the case of mutants. So it's, eh, I don't know that there's many characters you can really do that. That's definitely something to think about and ponder, but yeah, I don't, I don't think there's many.
1: I don't know. I know that's not the answer you wanted, (laughs) but that's actually a great answer for the, for the audience guys, you listening. What do you think? Like, could you, would you, or could you take, one character's personality and mix it with another person's or character's powers—is that even possible? We'll find out soon. uh The next question is from Madness Thirty Thirty, aka Thirty Seven. What Rick Thirty Seven Pieces of Flair, wow. aka the Oh, I get that one. Yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> the The Black Sex Panther, aka Taylor Swift's voice of reason. Okay, um, you guys are going overboard with these yeah, names.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. madness writes with the nintendo switch having good to great sales success and <laughs> being a home console they actually have great sales yeah. sales success yep. but being a being a home console as well as a handheld gaming device does this mark the beginning of the 3ds being phased out and sent to the retirement home <laughs> he hopes not <laughs> madness hopes not because they he they just purchased their first 3ds and the new metroid game lol um he wanted to make sure um we hope we continue to conquer the podcast world and to ben and illa hope your families are safe and sound back in houston
0: oh they definitely are shout out to illa yc his family as well home safe sound every all my family is good so thank you for that oh
1: um to, to answer that question i didn't know the 3ds was still alive <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest with you i did not even know it was, it was still on the block like that uh, uh, uh. i thought that that was i mean again that's that's a misnomer. Okay, so I know it's millions of people, particularly in Japan, and yes, in in the states, particularly younger people. Yes, the three DS is still a thing, but I I just personally thought it was out of its element now. Like it's a it's been a few years. What has it been like? Five plus years now? Yeah, It's been a minute. It's been a minute. So, um, I have a Nintendo Switch. I absolutely love it. Ooh. I hadn't own i had not even owned a nintendo device since the original wii because the wii u was shit mm-hmm. and i had the i had the um i had the uh the last <laughs> oh, handheld i was like the, <laughs>
0: the
1: last handheld i had from nintendo was the ds light so i wasn't even on a 2ds or the 3ds i wasn't even on them so wow. okay. yeah um, i don't know man
0: um the funniest thing is me and mellow the other night because we've been rocking the switch out here in la and that joint is fire, first of all. Mario Kart it's is fire. fire. Oh my god. Mario Kart still got it. And um that joint's fire. So we've been rocking that. But we were talking about Nintendo I mean Nintendo the other night and I didn't mention any of the DSs. Like we went through, you know, the order of operations for Nintendo and ooh, I forgot see? about them. Like I seriously just but, but didn't see, that's- even existed.
1: But that's because you and I weren't really rocking on the handhelds like that. Yeah. But believe, 3DS was a huge thing as at a point. Yeah, I
0: know. But
1: Like, as far as handhelds are concerned. But the, that's the Switch, Switch is out here. Ooh, that's so the Switch so... is out here. <laughs> if y'all don't have, for those who game, if you don't have it yet, you oh, might want to pick it up as soon as possible. I think I'm about to it's... pick
0: myself up one Because, you know, Melo got one. I, I think I got to get one of those. Cause... Yeah.
1: I'm still very slow on playing, but i I've been on Zelda nonstop. Every time I travel, I'm playing Zelda. It's just too it's too easy and it's like too portable. it's too amazing. Go get that.
0: yeah, that Mario Kart mm.
1: <laughs> That's what you could think about man
0: because I right. you know I played Mario Kart throughout the years and it's always been one of my favorites, but I haven't had like a Nintendo joint in a while where I could just sit and play it. I'd always play at a friend's house or whatever like that. And now I'm like, I gotta gotta get a Switch, like F it, because I gotta have Mario Kart in my life again. (laughs) All right. Um, um, We got one last question tonight from Adledge, who says A friendly alien race comes to Earth asking for volunteer colonization on a new planet, but wow, Adledge, but only for people of color. I miss you know, I I saw this question earlier and I missed that part. (laughs) Would you go? Prosperity is guaranteed.
1: Well (laughs) I wonder how much different that is than like like Ben I mean when I've asked you before, would you move to Ethiopia? Oh. Knowing that your prosperity is like, let's, so so, let's bring it, let's bring it closer to home. Forget a, a foreign planet. <laughs> would, you Ethiopia, would you move to Ethiopia? Ethiopia, where everybody, for the most part, is black. Yep. You know you're gonna live in prosperity because of your craft, and then you have all the all the links to to getting your jobs, yep. and you're more or less gonna be with other people that that are in the same mind. So. Would
0: you move? Okay, it's so funny because uh the last question I wanted to respond with that, you know, the white man gif, the shock is, you know, where he's like, What? You know, when uh oh. yeah, when he's like the three DS. The blinking gif? Yeah, the blinking gif. You know, when he's like three DS, I'm like, What what? You know what's that? Yeah, and then this one I wanted to respond with the little black boy when he's like, That's racist. You know, but then <laughs> but then at the end of your question, I wanna respond with Hell to the no, to the no, 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 hell to the no. Yeah, Um. life is good here. So
1: you're not going to a, a, a another planet?
0: Or Ethiopia. Not for like ever. And definitely, and no, I'm not trusting some alien race who just rolls up and is like, yo, yeah, let's roll out. People of color, so that, let's all roll see, out.
1: you <laughs> no, right. Why are you just trying to say that? See, that's so funny. Is that just us being suspicious? Not trusting nothing, you know. Why you want to just take us? Yeah. What, what you trying to do? Yep. Are you trying to whitewash Earth? What you trying to do? <laughs> that sounds
0: like a C O N. This is a plot. This is a plot from the white man. This <laughs> is a conspiracy. This is a this is a- a
1: conspiracy from the intergalactic planet. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, um, I'm the only reason why I would say no is because of the trust factor. I don't know who you, who you is. Yeah. I don't know you by a poly. I don't care what you promise me. You are an alien, my guy. Like, I don't know where you about to ship me off to. I could be prosperous, but in chains again. Like, I don't know. It's
0: not even about that. It's like, okay. All right. If you take all the people of color, let's say that, that's cool. But it's still like, you know, there's some people who aren't people. I mean, what's the ratio? You know, like, what do you, like, you know. Uh- <laughs> but see,
1: they going to be like, Ben, I mean, you're asking too many questions. You coming or not? <laughs> you coming or not? I'm like,
0: are you taking woke white people too? <laughs> like, what about white people who are invited to the barbecue? Do they get to come along? <laughs> no, can't answer that question this week. So um, if you have any other questions, send them in, <laughs> send them in to contact at fanbros.com. Or you can hit us on Twitter or Instagram at Fan Bros Show. And we'll be right back to wrap up this episode. Joints, then go hit up youtube mm-hmm. hit up subscribe on there leave comments on all, all of them especially on that itunes please go leave a comment five star rating hit the subscribe button get all this good ish in your ear hole every week and you know a little something like
1: tech talk will tap Yes, and this week in tech news, we have lots of Netflix news. Of course, Netflix stay in the news. First off is, I'm not sure if this is Netflix beefing with themselves, or if this is like Amazon Video beefing with them, or if this is even real. And you tell me if you've seen it, Ben, I mean, because you're out in LA. Mm -hmm. But on Tuesday in LA and New York, a few billboards went up. A completely stark white billboard with black font, real big, like a hundred and ten point font, that says Netflix is a joke.
0: Mm. Did
1: you see these? I haven't
0: seen them, but I saw them on the internet and heard about it. And right,
1: so they they came down the Twitter timeline, and then Netflix even responded to it, retweeting it and with a bunch of question marks. So I'm just like, is this uh, a publicity stunt, or is somebody really beefing with them?
0: No. I'm fully behind that this is a publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right. It might be. Also, in maybe not so much a publicity stunt, but a power move, mm-hmm. Apple and Amazon have joined the race to get the James Bond film rights. Um, there are mad uh, places, or like Warner Brothers um, is trying to get the distribution rights for the franchise. Um, Sony originally had it, but their deal expired after Spectre. So now everybody named Mama is trying to get the rights to this. And, of course, the big ballers with all the big money are jumping in the game. What do you think about that, ben mean,
0: Yeah, that's interesting because it's the distribution rights. So it's not like they'll be making these movies, right? That's what's weird to me.
1: Um, well, the thing is, I, I, I don't know, like, because I don't know how that world works. I don't know what that specifically means. But... They are saying that, like, there's a lot of money being passed around. So it makes me think, like, w- does that mean they would have full control over it I, I think besides th- just
0: distribution? Yeah, actually, reading up on the news real quick, it looks like they will have full control of it. Like, they will yeah. be creating these joints because of the distribution. Like, they just got something Woody Allen and uh, Apple's about to put out uh, a Woody Allen movie that they financed.
1: Right, because it says the valuation of the James Bond franchise is anywhere between $2 billion and $5, Billion dollars, yeah. Be? Definitely. So I would hope it's just more than just distribution. Yep. Like it's got to be something else. Yeah,
0: I would hope so too. And I hope it's somebody like Amazon or Apple who get it because they could throw some fresh blood at it, at it and not make the same old James spawn that they've been making for like fifty years. So
1: okay. Yeah. And then finally, again, and with Netflix in the news. If you are on T-Mobile, you'll actually be able to now get it full for the free. Uh, if you join up on T-Mobile's unlimited data family plan for eleven you'll get Netflix as part of the package. That means it does not count against your, your data plan, and you'll be able to watch as much Netflix as you like.
0: Mm. I mean, you know, power. I mean, I'm again. staying on Verizon. Yeah, but for those who over I mean, sounds good.
1: Is Verizon all right in, in L.A.? I don't know. Yo
0: downtown hollywood the god signal is not coming through
1: oh no yo
0: Yo. no yo verizon we gotta talk we gotta talk verizon like yo they might lose me tatiana you might go to t-mobile so you're gonna be a t-mobile convert i might be i might be because yo the god signal is not it's struggle Well, like,
1: the guy signal still works very well in New York. It Sorry damn sure does.
0: But I was walking around today <laughs> trying to get signal. <laughs> like
1: You <it> was... <laughs> <laughs> was doing the um the Pulp Fiction scene where he's just looking around real lost. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Do y'all
0: super, super lost. Yeah. So, mm, yeah, might be, a, might be a convert. That's some good news for me today. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yep yeah, you're very welcome and that is it in tech news all
0: right well it's time for the return of even though you held it down very nicely last week thank you very thank much you, thank you very much comics <laughs> i come. <caught. laughs> yes yes and thank you for you know letting people know that secret empire is finally over
1: not sacred, but secret. Oh, no,
0: no, no, no. It's it's like whatever <laughs> the... the re- secret about it? Yeah, it's like unsacred. <laughs> it's whatever the reverse of sacred is. It's sacrilege is what it is. <laughs> sacrilege empire is a better one. Especially, like you said, shout outs to Jack the King Kirby. You know, the hundredth. Yes. Like, I mean, like Chico Leo just said it best. Like, I mean, his whole history of... you got to go back and listen to last week. You know, if you're a fan <laughs> of comics in general... Go back and listen to last week's episode because Chico just broke down how Jack Kirby is just everything. And I remember, like, it's funny because as a kid, I did not understand him at all. You know, I was like, what? That shit is whack. Why does everybody always talk about Jack Kirby? And it's funny when I met this artist, uh, Bill Simon. Something like what?
1: You sound like uh, one of the bald brothers. <laughs> <laughs> He's irrelevant. Yeah,
0: straight up. And, and then I met this wow. artist, uh, Bill Sankiewicz, who I really love. But at the same time, when I, met, when I first saw his art, I was like, oh, it's Kevin Sankiewicz, actually. Sorry. And I was like, ugh, this is the worst. And he was like, yo, don't worry about it. Because when I first saw Jack Kirby, I felt the same way. And now as an adult, I understand Kirby is king. And then as an
1: adult, you realize the error of your ways.
0: Oh, oh I, was, I was a fool. I was a complete And you
1: realize you was mad stupid.
0: Mad <laughs> stupid. Like, mad stupid. But that's the thing, you know, it's like art, sometimes you don't know. Because you don't understand, like, that his technique is something, you know, he can do what you're used to doing. But he was stretching the boundaries of what comics were. And everybody mm. after that, you know, took and stole from him. in the story. Like, every comic artist ever you know, has some respect to pay to Jack Kirby, Mm-mm. but yeah, this week in comics, there's some good stuff coming out. You know, back on the grind, the new issue of Walking Dead features the introduction introduction of this new character, Princess, who is this woman who's been like left alone allegedly for like a year. She's just been living on her own. She shows up in a pink uh, furry jacket with purple hair and an M60. And um, M60 Machine Gun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and, and and Kirkman says that she's going to be a very important character. She has a really dope intro in the issue. And I'll see what happens. It's very, it's uh, definitely very different. But as the comic has gone on and on, and as you see in the show, there's like, mm-hmm. it's gotten wild. Like, you know, Ezekiel has a tiger, you know, and now there's princess with, you know, a pink yeah. jacket. So, whatever. <laughs> Tatiana though oh oh
1: that's that's just so random but okay
0: yeah it's so random like we're, but, but,
1: but Walking Dead is random it is to be honest like look, let's think let's be real about it right now it is it's, it's hella random
0: but I love the cover because on the cover it's just her and you're like what the fuck you know <laughs> like what yeah. like okay
1: but but I'm sure they'll be able to explain it <laughs> like Yep. Like, if you just tell somebody, oh, yeah, this guy, he thinks he's the king, and he has a pet tiger that fights for him. Like, if you just say that to someone on the street, they're like, what? Yeah. But then if you go through the motions about how that even came together, then it makes sense. Yeah. So I get it.
0: Yeah. And I like the comics still, you know. I don't know if everyone's still keeping up with, with it. But I just like how it's just, you know, it's different. It's not always the best, but he's had some really great issues lately. And this seems to be a new direction. so I'm on it right now. Oh, uh, but Tatiana, though, Wicked and Divine. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not caught up. I know. <laughs> I'm still not caught up. But I've, I've been taking the books everywhere with me to just read, just like to try to get closer to, to, to where you are. Well,
0: no spoilers, but this the latest issue is out. This is now Imperial God Phase Part 2, where basically the godhood, If for people who read the Rome issue, you saw what happens in in Phase Part 2. Like their godhood starts becoming a problem to them and they fall apart or go insane. It gets bad. And this issue wow. and the last few issues have been bad. Phase 1 was bad, but phase 2 looks to be very very dark because this issue issue features the murder of one of the gods and
1: oh my god.
0: It's been Me a minute. Lord it's you. been a minute since they've killed one to... in the book and yeah. At the Inanna, like, I just... I was kind of... Well, this that. one... Mm, it's... Oh, man. No. Yeah. So, go pick up this latest issue. I damn sure am. Also, a new issue of Batman by Tom King. I have to say, I'm... I don't know. I
1: feel like... Uh, do you like it?
0: I'm not as blown away by it uh, as by any of his other books. I feel like... But see here... Yeah, go ahead. Are
1: you? Is it? Uh, that was my question. Do you, is it because you're comparing it to others? Like most recently, are you comparing it to Vision, and that's why uh-uh. you're disappointed. No,
0: it's because like uh, Joe Illich said it best. If you, because uh, Tom King is planning to do a hundred issue run on Batman, and he's like, if you have to do a hundred issues to prove to me that you have a good take on the character, then I don't care. And mm. I'm not saying that yet because you know I really love Tom King and I like the story, but it's. Something, me, I'd rather just be buying the trades of it right now. Like, wait for it to drop, buy that. Because, yeah. Is
1: there a reason why he's doing 100? Like, is it because he wanted to do 100 or they mandated 100? Well, there's this thing
0: issue? about Batman. Like, people do long runs. Like, Stratt Snyder did a long ass legendary run. Grant Morrison did a long legendary run. Frank Miller did a long mm. legendary run. Um, before that, Dennis, uh, Gene Colan, I mean, it's just just like so many people, um, Neil Adams, like so many people have done longer ass runs on Batman, where it's like they just established, uh, Dennis O'Neill, that's the dude, where they just established themselves and their take on Batman. So Tom King wants to be in that lane, you know, when somebody gives okay. you Batman, you're like, okay, you know, let me go up against the greats. And it's been really good, but like I say, if I was y'all buy the trades, you know, if you like Batman, definitely buy it, but I'd go for the trades, also, a new yeah, issue I of guess. black bolt, which is fire. I think the first trade of this should be out very soon, so look out for that um, and that's about it, yeah, y'all, y'all covered secret empire oh um i I don't think I got to shout this out. I talked about it on Twitter, I think. But I bought the mm-hmm. trades for Black Hammer, which is pretty good, dope. Uh, you know. But uh,
1: wait, 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 wait. Is it pretty good or
0: not? Cause
1: you, cause you, you, made that that sound you make when you're on the fence. What I am on is the fence. it or not?
0: Okay, all right. Black Hammer is the story of like a Justice League analog, like it features it features an analog to a Martian Manhunter um a mm-hmm. few other characters the lead character is this guy, black hammer who's a black dude who carries a hammer and oh, uh, another one of these okay but yeah it's one of those things where it's like it's where it's like they take on these characters or these archetypes and then show what happens to them as they age and stuff but there's also a mystery in this because it's like the justice league has been transported to this other world and they're on this farm and they're they've been there for years and they don't know why, and nobody knows what happened to them in the real world, and they don't know where they are or what this farm is. And that's like the mystery in the first trade. And it was it's better than I thought. I'll say that. You know, it, okay. yeah, it's interesting. That's fair. If you like that idea, check it out. But Black Monday murders. Woo, L-A-Y-C, L-E-L, both of them had told me for a long time that it's fire. Um, it's by my boy Jonathan Hitman, you know, who writes Avengers, which is one of my favorite Avengers runs ever. And Black Monday Murders is an ill-ass. I've got the first trade; the second one's going to drop in December. But it's an ill story about how do I describe this? It's like what if Wall Street was based on the worship of the devil? Like what if it is? What I mean, basically, but taken to that where the devil is a where people on wall street have visited no where people on wall street have visited hell where basically every every (laughs) finance every financial system of every country is controlled by a different school who are all devil worshipers and they're all like battling for control of everything and that's what the series is about and then it uh, features this black detective who's following this whole case and getting involved in this world of the occult and hell. And yo, this shit needs to be a movie so fast or like a series. It's it oh my like god, go pick Street. it up. The art it's is incredible. Magic. The <laughs> it, story it really is, does. you know, Jonathan Hitman, when he's on fire, he is in fuego. He's up there with, you know, Tom King, anybody, as far as some of my favorites. Yo, Tatiana, like, this one, I'm telling you. Like, you know how, like, Wicked and Divine, when I'm like, yo, go pick up that first trade of Black Monday Murders. Like, Ella told me for a long time, I don't know why I was sleeping, because Hitman's always one of my favorites. And, mm-hmm. oh, Lord.
1: Okay, if you say so, I believe you. Yeah,
0: I can't wait for that second trade. This shit is so dope. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's <laughs> it for Comic I Copped. As always, use the hashtag comments.copped, you know, on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Thank you for everybody using that. And what were you about to say?
1: We about to go back into the bullshit,
0: huh? Um, yeah. Well, let's get into some... I mean, this ain't really, like, bullshit because, uh... Star Wars. I mean, okay. it's been going down. Like <laughs> I
1: don't know what's happening. That's not the bullshit I referred to. But yeah, I don't know what's happening with Star Wars. Yo,
0: I mean, this, this is like is the second. second time. Yeah, it
1: is the second time, literally the second time, and
0: probably like the third or fourth because there's been a lot of like you know a lot of people never went for Han Solo in the first place. Like there was a lot of people who were supposed to direct it and never did it anyway. So this ain't even the first time. But yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine. Colin Trevor Row, Ra- Trevor Row, Trevor Row, yeah, Trevor Row,
1: like Devereaux. Yeah,
0: yeah, like Devereaux is out five G. Um, will not be <laughs> directing. Wrong, dude, he was dude, the director so. of Jurassic World, and now he's out of here. And
1: now this is yeah. this is the you said this is the Han Solo movie. No,
0: no, this is Episode Nine. This no. is following up the Last Jedi, which is directed by Rhea okay, okay, okay. okay who now might be replacing him on this. So Rian might be doing the last two in a row, which is... So
1: first... Ooh. E- wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is the second time, not on this particular movie, this is the second time it happened on a Star Wars movie, because yep. um, in the, a few months ago on a Han Solo, Han Solo movie, they had Phil Lord and Chris Miller... Yep from the Lego movie, mm-hmm. and then they replaced them with Ron Howard. Yep. So it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Every report has just been saying it was just creative differences. Yeah, and things like that. yeah, People... yeah, right. Right, you know what that means. That's usually cold for I don't fuck with you, yeah. but...
0: musically. Uh, the record label. For I don't fuck with you
1: musically. <laughs> However, everyone's keeping it above water right now. They're saying, oh, we're all amicably separating, blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
0: right. Um, (laughs) far 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 as me, I gotta go with uh, Rian because like I like him more as a director. You know, he did Looper and Looper versus. I like Looper. Yeah, Looper versus uh, Jurassic World. I gotta go with Looper. Like Looper just had more of a style to me. Like, dude seems to have a style and a flair. Like Jurassic World was like any other big budget summer movie. So, Yeah. yeah. All right, and I'm and I'm hyped for Last Jedi, so you know that'll probably determine if he gets the job or not. But or um, is it too
1: late, he already has a job. Yeah, I'm cool sure yeah. they're gonna
0: have to. But they're gonna, again, no, they got to choose somebody quick because you know they got yeah. to get into production before the next one even drops. So that's like,
1: aren't they supposed to get into production like now? Yes,
0: like they should have been in production. So, e- mm. I mean, I'm sure they yes. were in production. E- mm.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll fix that Disney got enough money to throw out a wall and see what sticks yep
0: uh th- talk about throwing bullshit at the wall though uh,
1: uh,
0: yeah yeah dude stay in some bullshit yo shout out to guy Richie he's stayed with some bullshit lately
1: <laughs> he, he's all his back on his bullshit yeah. <laughs> he's he staying in his lane that's what he does yep. so i don't I don't know if you can even blame guy for this. Mm-mm. But you guys may have heard the news that Disney's live-action Aladdin, the same Aladdin that had so much trouble finding an actor of color to pay the titular character. What they've done is cast this dude named Billy Magnuson <laughs> as a new character. Billy. As an Billy is playing a new character that has never existed in the animated movie. Meaning, and let me let me let me break it down for you. They wrote in a brand new character that had never existed before, nothing to do with it, specifically to cast this white guy. Wow. Explain. Now, a lot of people say, "Well, they're not doing it to cast the white guy. He's bringing something to the table." Rah, rah, rah. We we why? Uh. Why? Are we missing something in the original Latin movie? Because if we were, I don't think it would have been turned into a live action movie in the first place.
0: Nah. Nah uh so
1: explain that one to me Ben. i mean do you have a, a good explanation off of, off of why billy is on his way down the down the lane now like why
0: not really um i think that's just a bad idea i think this whole movie's a bad idea so i don't even care really you know it's like bad ideas like this in hollywood lately you know they meet the end they deserve so billy i you know i don't think this dream will work out for you bro that you know that's my advice to you shout out to homie you know who left um the I heard y'all talking about that lastly with my man who left the other joint where he was supposed to play the Japanese dude.
1: Oh, Ed Screen. Yep. Or Ed Screen. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Ed Screen. Yes. Shouts out to him. Like he said, he didn't realize his character was um initially an asian man and then when you know when he read and found out he was like he couldn't in good conscience mm-hmm. um discontinue with that and then he went on further mentioning that his family like his family is of people of color like if you i don't know if you i've seen a picture of him and his son yep. his son is i mean just seeing that it's just like how can you do something like that and turn around go to your family look them in the eye like nothing happened so i understand like he he did the right thing what what i had kept saying before like sometimes you just got to say no mhm in the case of Billy, it it's not whitewashing, but it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. It's just, why did you guys feel the need to do this? I, I, I Like you you had to inject that in there? Why? I, I don't know.
0: And the F Whatever. thing is it's going to make hella money no matter what they do. Because just like that dumbass Beauty and the Beast live action, that joint made hella money. And it's so pointless. Did you see it? Hell no. Because I saw the Honest (laughs) Trailers. And the Honest Trailers was like, this is so pointless, basically. That you can just watch the original. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And in some news that's uh, related but not really a spoiler, Drew Goddard will direct the X-Force film. And, um, you know, I mean, that's cool. I guess, how do you feel about
1: X Force? I mean, I don't, I'm not well acquainted, okay. Um, well, so I'm, I'm not sure what to feel.
0: Well, he directed The Martian, which I really liked, you know, even though I can't stand Matt Damon. <laughs> um, but I really like that. I movie. fell asleep on it. Ouch! All right, well, there's that. But the version of X Force that they're pitching, I'm really interested in it because it features. There was this run of X-Force that was really sick. It was done by Rick Reminder. And it featured Psylocke, Archangel, uh Deadpool, Wolverine, and uh, um Phantom X, who's one of the illest characters ever in X-Men. And it was like a real like Strike Force version of X-Men where they were like out taking out cats. And I really like yes. that. Joint. So if they go that route And uh, Rob LaField jumped in today and said that Table and Deadpool and uh, um, Domino's Zay-Z Beats will be up in there. So, I'm hyped. Wow. Yeah, I'm hyped for that. I'm hyped. You know, yeah. And like I said, overall, I like The Martian. You know, we'll see. Yeah, that's cool. All right.
1: I I definitely want to make sure we get this out, but... Um, again, I keep saying Netflix, stay in the news. Mm-hmm. They bought the rights to mm-hmm. a new musical movie mm. that is going to star Michaela Cole, also known as the writer and star of Chewing Gum. The musical is called Been So Long. It's set in London and, and it's set to a UK dance and, and R&B soundtrack. has a couple other things in there, like hip hop, house music, things like that. Oh, they
0: got to have but, some garage up in there. They got to oh, have some yeah. garage. It's
1: going to be. It's going to be. Drum
0: and bass. I'm sure it is.
1: Ooh. The film the film is currently in post-production, and it tells the story of Michaela Cole, who plays a single mom, who meets a man on a night out in Camden, North London. And Camden is like the big music scene area in, mm-hmm. in, um, in London, so that, that's very fitting. And the biggest part about this is that they're saying that this is, while they're not giving the exact figures, they're saying it's a multi-million dollar deal, and it's believed to be Netflix's largest single acquisition of a UK film in its history. Mm. So shouts and salutes to Michaela, who mm-hmm. is still killing the game. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna get chewing gum season three no time soon, so so don't hold your breath. But she is killing it.
0: Yeah, and don't worry about that. And like we were saying before, you see how this happens. Like Shorty worked her, you know, way up, and now boom, you know, yeah. signed multi million deal without even making it yet. Like you, you know, here's some millions. Hey. <laughs>
1: Well, listen, they have faith in her. You see how, mm-hmm. how Gangbusters Chewing Gum has gone. Yep. So they they already know what they're getting into. They, they know they're going to have a win on their hands for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. I also want to give a big shout out to DJ Groove Rider, who's the king of drum and bass and just had uh, his 25th year celebration of ruling drum and bass. So they got to get him up in there because that's London all day like. Come on. Did
1: d b originate from London?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow.
1: wow.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That and Garage. Like, Garage like an offsuit of um house music. Like, uh, what's your man, um David, uh, Seven Whole Days? Uh, Craig David. Like, he came up in mm. that scene. So that's like... Oh. Yeah. So that's like what they got. You know, they got to get that. I mean, I know she... You know, I ain't even worried.
1: No, she's good. She's good. Um, also, in some news that, that you would really appreciate... There's a new anime coming out featuring Jaden Smith. Yep. Deces and Miro, mm-hmm. Mero. Merrow Drew Law, a whole bunch of motherfuckers, to be honest with you.
0: Yep. No, I'm definitely looking for it. And, and that's Netflix once again, right?
1: Netflix once again. See, this is why I keep telling y'all, if y'all want a lot of these, your projects and stuff, look to the tech companies because that's where the money is at. And they're trying to put their hands in everything. Yep. And then you see places that would, weren't traditionally in the production side of entertainment, i.e. like Apple, they're all over it now. So so definitely look into this. But yes, this anime is called Neo Yokio. It's kind of an amalgamation of Tokyo, New Tokyo and New York And it's going to start streaming on September 22nd. It is six episodes. As I mentioned, it stars Jaden Smith in the main role. And what it is about, it's kind of like, it's kind of purposely filled with a lot of tropes, purposely filled with a lot of anime tropes. It's kind of almost a parody of other animes with all the same patterns and nuances that anime makes. And of course it has all these big name, Voice actors. I mentioned the uh, a few other at the top, but there's also Susan Saran is in it. Steve Buscemi is in it. Um, and it's actually made by Ezra... Uh, I am not know how to pronounce his last name. Koenig? Koenig I, I never Ezra, knew. I think it's
0: Koenig. Yep.
1: But Ezra, who was the, the lead singer of Vampire Weekend, he had did this... Uh, he's done this project with, with Jaden. Mm. So what do you think? And, and it's some big... And even... Even on the animation side of things, like the production side, they have some heavy hitters. Like they, I see uh, Kazuhiro Furuhashi, who's done Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn, Hunter Hunter, Verwini Kenshin, mm. and Junji Nishimura, who's done Ranma, uh, Pro Golfer Saru, and some other stuff. They're going to be the storyboard artists, or they are the storyboard artists. So they have some real anim- anime, like for real anime on it. It looks good. Mm-hmm. I've seen the trailer. Yep. I'm not so sure in the voice acting. It's a little iffy, but then again, it's just a trailer, so I've only seen clips of it, and mm-hmm. it could be taken out of context. What do you think about this?
0: I mean, uh, you know, I, I feel exactly like you said. This, I like the trailer, but, you know, the voice acting, so we'll see how it works out. But, you know, it's Jaden. Shout-outs to Mero DeSus, you know, the homies. So, you know, you don't have to check it out. Yeah, you know, Outlaw Bars, you know, we're going to do a little watching, I think, for this. A little something-something.
1: Yeah, I think I think. It'll be interesting.
0: Yep, and also one more from Netflix, just killing the game. And like we said, <laughs> independent <laughs> projects getting made.
1: They need to pay us.
0: I mean, for real, jeez, tonight especially. But yeah, shout out to my homie Brandon Broussard, who's like my peoples from the H town, like from way back. My man's done a few movies, but he got a new joint, Reality High, dropping tomorrow on Netflix. Well, actually, today. By the time you hear this, it'll be out. You can stream it on Netflix. They say it looks like an updated Mean Girls for the internet age. And I love... Oh. Yo. I mean, that's one I of my... I love Mean Girls. More, yo. That's one of my, like, low-key classics. Like... I, can, It is the classic. I can quote Mean Girls from beginning to end. When my man walks into the bathroom and tells Shorty Danny DeVito, get out of here... Is like the most <laughs> asshole classic shit ever. <laughs> like,
1: like, it was such a good, it was such a well written movie. Uh, oh my man. gosh, that is a
0: classic. Classic. So, so look out for that reality high. It's on on uh, Netflix. By the time you hear this, and shout out to the homie Brandon. We're gonna have him up in the spaceship soon. Cause like once again, this like this is a cat I've known forever. And you know, my man just worked, grinded, did what he did, and woo, whoop woop. You know, boom. It happens, y'all. Like, I'm telling y'all, like, get on your game. Get on your hustle. Get to work. Man. Get this money.
1: You go, Glen Coco.